Hi, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Kellivate podcast. My name is Kelly, and this episode is going to be another behind the scenes of one of the incredible rooms that I get to be a part of every two weeks called Doing the Work, which is a room for coaches and entrepreneurs to do our own deep transformational work around everything that we're moving through in life, in business. And this was and still is by far one of my absolute favorite coaching sessions that I have run. I think that what comes out of both of the conversations that I have with two incredible coaches and friends in this group are just so impactful and so resonant with, I think, a lot of us. So as you're listening, I really invite you to get present to what it is mirroring inside of you and what you can relate to through everything that is shared and the vulnerability that gets expressed. And so how this recording and session is set up is that I take a group through an exercise and I did chop it up so that there wasn't as much just like empty space in between me talking, but in the actual process of going through the exercise, there is a lot of space and silence that is required for you to really get present and to reflect on the questions that I propose and to to get present to your own answers to them as well. And so if you're feeling like it, and I would encourage you to, if it calls to you, to actually use the coaching tool that I prompt everyone through in the beginning of this recording and come up with your own answers to these questions. And I promise you, I think you're going to get a lot more out of the session and you're going to have a lot more to apply to the coaching aspect that comes up um, around halfway through the recording where I start to have more deep conversations with the people that are in the room and supporting them more intimately through what it is that's coming up for them. So the coaching tool is all around creating your dream life and achieving your goals from the inside out. I am completely behind the inside out approach to goals and transformation, which is the complete opposite of what we're taught when it comes to achieving goals. So usually when we go to accomplish a goal, we set our eyes on the external thing, the outside thing that we want, a certain amount of money or a relationship or a job or certain changes to our bodies. And we then attach what is going to change internally as a result of that external thing becoming realized. And so once I am having this amount of income per month, then I will feel secure. Or once I have this body or I fit into this size clothing, then I will feel confident. Or 
once I have this much money in the bank account, then I will feel free. Or once I'm traveling, then I will feel free or whatever it is. And it's really innocent and it makes sense why we think about goals in that way. And what doesn't work so well about that approach is that it's taking what it is that we actually want and putting it outside of us and putting it in the future. And so that way, when we're moving towards our goals, we're actively pushing away the way that we want to feel and not letting ourselves really embody the quality that we hope to have in our lives now while we go towards the goal. Almost like we're holding our happiness hostage or we're holding our freedom hostage or we're holding our sense of security hostage until the outside world changes and how that can go against us. I use like to use the example of weight loss is that when we're saying that we're not going to be happy or confident until we lose weight, then we're going to be actively holding our happiness and our confidence hostage the entire process of trying to lose weight. And oftentimes a lot of the things that we are doing to lose the weight actually are completely counterproductive to the way that we want to feel. We do things, we restrict ourselves, we overexercise, or we do forms of movement that we don't like that are directly taking away our sense of joy. We're not letting ourselves do things that we want to do, and we're holding ourselves to expectations that don't feel right for us that we're having to push through and use motivation and self-discipline in order to get there. And so our sense of freedom is directly being opposed through the way that we're being. And we're also doing a lot of things that don't make us feel very confident. We're actively um, body checking, we're judging how we are determining how we feel about ourselves based on what the number on the scale says. We're telling ourselves we shouldn't do something, we should do something, we're wrong for having done something, for eating something, for having missed a workout, whatever it is. And so all of the things that are in the pursuit of trying to get to feeling confident and free and happy are actually directly opposing that. And what happens a lot of the time when we do that is we're only going to be able to put up with not having what we want for so long, especially when it comes to weight loss. And a lot of us will probably know if we've experienced it before, it's not linear. We're going to have times where our, the scale is stagnant or it goes up or you know, a progress stalls, it, this could happen with any goal. And when that happens, it can be really easy to tell ourselves and convince ourselves, well, this isn't even worth it. I'm not losing weight. I'm not seeing the progress and I'm feeling bad. I'm not feeling happy. I'm feeling restricted. And so I'm just going to give up or I'm just going to um, go to, to something that feels familiar and comfortable, like overeating or you know, a lot of the things that are kind of getting in the way of us being consistent and getting in the way of us actually having what we want in our lives. And so I am all about the inside out approach to goals, which is about cultivating how it is that we wish to feel now in our lives and seeing how much easier it is to create results and to change the outside and even sometimes how the outside naturally changes without us even really needing to try as a result 
of us feeling the way that we want to feel, feeling more joyful, feeling more secure, feeling more confident. And it sounds easier said than done, right? I mean, we can't just wave a magic wand and uh, feel happy all of a sudden. Um, And so this is what this process that I'm leading everyone through today is really about. It's about actually not just trying to get a certain feeling in in response to trying to avoid an undesired feeling. So for example, trying to feel confident so that you don't have to feel insecure anymore, or trying to feel secure and safe so that you don't have to feel fear or insecurity anymore. Whenever we're trying to get to a feeling, to try to get away from another feeling, we're just keeping ourselves stuck and it doesn't work. And there's going to be some really beautiful examples to highlight how this really happens inside of us when we try to repress and push down a feeling. It doesn't actually work. And so the paradox of transformation is that the very thing we're running from holds the key to what we want. And so if we want to feel secure in our lives, it actually comes from embracing insecurity. And so this process is called the deeper desire. And it is one of my absolute favorite coaching tools that I learned from the Institute of Coaching Mastery, which is where I have some of my training from. And I'm going to stop talking about it now. It's already been almost 10 minutes. So I'm just going to let you get into it. So sit back, relax, maybe have something to write with if you would like to, and I'll talk to you on the other side. What is your like external goal right now? What is it that you want? And I understand there might be some resistance to like claiming like, I want to make this much money or I want to have this many clients or I want to be full-time in this or I want to, you know, whatever. If you are already kind of in this work and you understand like, oh, but I know that like, I don't need to like achieve that in order to be happy. Like you guys are all like ahead of the game as far as that goes, but let's just take a moment to really identify what do you want? Like, what do you want your business to look like? Is there an income goal that feels good for you? A certain number of clients? Is there a milestone or an accomplishment that you're hoping to move towards that you're taking action on? How do you imagine that having that would make you feel? What would that give you? If I get this, if, I've, if I'm there, if I've arrived, then I'll feel what? Feel accomplished. Okay. And what does that give you? Freedom. Yeah. Well, it gives you a certain level of freedom, that's for sure. Mm-hmm to Mm -hmm. do more things have more time yeah yeah what about the the five thousand dollars per per month revenue goal what would that allow me to travel to certain places that i would like to and if you were traveling more how would that make you feel more in your life i hear freedom is a big one is there is there another quality that that gives you space space yeah time for yourself more time for myself yeah and also just exploring i think trying new things that's uh okay adventure adventure Adventure. okay 
I want you all to, I would feel lighter. Yeah, I want you to all just identify the deepest desire, the deepest desire, whether it's freedom, it's peace, it's security, it's excitement. What is the thing that is most important to you that you wanna to move towards, that you're using this goal of having the business, making this much income as a vehicle to give you? I feel like I do not have to suffer or work hard and put an effort to make money. I will feel like I'm utilizing my gifts. Yeah, ease feels like a, and peace feels like a big one for you. As you were speaking, Julia, it's like, I want this to just feel easy and peaceful so that I have so much space. So I have so much um, energy available to me, security and peace. Yeah, beautiful. So then whatever your desired feeling is, when we're staying with the deeper desire, whatever it is that you identified, the thing that's most important to you, I want you to take a moment to remember a time when you felt this in your life, whether it was in your business or not. Just identify a time, a memory, a moment where you felt secure, where you felt at peace, where you felt freedom. You have to have had an experience of it to even know that that's something that you want. Even if it doesn't feel like you embody that quality a lot in your life presently and that's why you're wanting it, Maybe it wasn't there in your business and maybe it's not right now or in your career, childhood summers. Yeah, just that like, no care in the world. I don't have anything to worry about. I don't gotta pay bills. I just get to eat ice cream and do whatever I want every day. Wake up and just follow my excitement. Such a good feeling. And drop into that in your body and just notice what that feels like in your body as you activate it through your memory. How do you experience peace? How do you experience security? How do you experience freedom? And now I want you to identify what the opposite of that deeper desire is. What is the opposite of it to you? So how would you identify the opposite of peace? Is it stress? Is it chaos? The opposite of ease? Is it difficulty? Is it struggle? The opposite of security is that insecurity is that fear. There's not really a right answer to this one, although we might be able to find an obvious opposite, but I want you to really Tune in for yourself. What is the opposite of the thing that you identified that you want?
and just tuning into that undesired feeling. And see if any memories come forward when you start to recall feeling this way. And you don't have to go searching for an earlier memory. If it doesn't come up, you can work with a recent one, but just tracing that feeling, that undesired feeling back in time to the first time that you remember feeling that way. So if it was insecurity, maybe you're seeing yourself as a kid and your parents are fighting in the kitchen about money and you don't really know what's going on and you feel scared and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how to interpret what's going on. You just know that it doesn't look good and they're not happy. Or if the opposite of freedom for you was feeling confined and restricted, maybe you're seeing memories of yourself getting punished or put on timeout or not being allowed to do what it is that you so strongly wanted to do, what meant the world to you, what was so important to you as a kid, going somewhere, having something, experiencing something, and for whatever reason, you couldn't do it. And if you could just speak directly from that experience, whatever that memory is for you, in the present tense, as if it's happening right now, what would you have wanted to say if you were completely unedited and you could let that undesired feeling be expressed freely? What does the insecurity say? Or the chaos? Or the stress? Just be with it in your mind as much as you want. And then I'm going to invite you to type in the chat when you're feeling ready. Just how would you speak from that feeling, that undesired feeling, if it had permission? If you're talking from an earlier memory, it might say something like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm so scared. I just want this to be fixed. I'm scared of what's going to happen. I can see my mom freaking out and I don't know what to do. Just giving that undesired feeling full permission to be seen by you. Just because you allow it to exist doesn't mean that you're aiming for it. Just notice that as you activated it through your memory, it was there. You could feel it. And that means it was already there in you. Whether you were looking at it or allowing it or not. 
You just find where that undesired feeling lives in your body now. And just notice where that is as you start to bring your body back to the desired feeling that you found earlier. Remember what that felt like when you tuned in. Can you find both of those feelings, the undesired and the desired here right now in the present moment? Can you oscillate between the two of them? What would the desired feeling say to the undesired feeling? To nurture it, to give it the experience that it was looking for from the world, the safety, the freedom, the acknowledgement, the validation. What would security say to insecurity? Security might say, like, I really get that you're scared. And I want you to know that I've got you and I'm here for you now. And it's totally okay that you feel scared. You don't have to be any different than when you are right now. I've got you. The insecurity says you won't be able to pay your bills this month or buy the things you want to buy. Insecurity says you don't have to feel this way anymore. You have more than enough right now. Yeah, I love that, Judy, and I love that you have that truth to ground in, and I want you to, and you can unmute, actually, because I want to work with this, because this is really interesting. I see this a lot, where when we have an undesired feeling, we try to convince it <laughs> to not be that way. So I'm feeling insecure. I shouldn't feel insecure, because X, Y, Z. <laughs> And then the insecurity just feels like completely like shamed. Pushed down, yeah. Pushed down, right? And so when you say to the insecurity, you don't have to feel this way anymore. Like you have more than enough right now. Why are you feeling insecure? Like, do you feel like kind of the, like the judgment? Do you feel a little bit of that like insecure part of you is, is just feeling really unseen? Yeah. 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 So then if you could let the undesired, the insecurity speak back to the security, what would it say? Mm, the, un, the insecurity, what would it say to yeah. the secure desire feeling? Mm. Yeah, when, when the secure feeling's like, you don't have to feel that way. You have more than enough. Mm. What does the insecurity say? Does Kira say, I don't feel that way right now? The I feel, yeah. I don't feel like I have enough right now. I can't see that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. See, I think. 
That's perfect. So you see how like we can try to convince ourselves to not feel a certain way and it doesn't work. So yeah. I thank you for bringing this example up because it's so important. Mm. So then now, now that you have that experience, what is it that you think the insecurity needs to hear? What else can you offer it now from this experience? It's okay to, it's okay to feel that way, mm. to feel that you're not secure at this moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's okay that you don't, you don't think you have enough right now. I hear that. I get that. just tuning in with that feeling. I want you to just witness how it, how, what your experience of the insecurity is in your body now, as you see it, as you allow it. It makes so much sense to me why you wouldn't feel like you have enough Mm -hmm. Perfectly okay. Yeah. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Feels very, feels very expansive hearing that. It's like, like you said, it's like you're not trying to push it away. You're like, mm -hmm. You're validating or you're understanding the feeling or you're saying it's okay for it to be there in whatever ugly way judgment that it has um from itself whatever stories it's telling itself right it's, yeah. yeah well it's never been allowed that mm. undesired feeling has never been allowed Every time felt insecurity, oh, I gotta find a new client. I gotta, gotta get more money, gotta save. Every time I feel like restricted or chaos or stress, I gotta, what's causing me stress? I need to fix it now. Like it's never been allowed. Every uh, I can time see why you're good at skits. Yeah. <laughs> I love the skits. That's so that's, perfect. That's it. Like these feelings. Yeah that's that's the irony of it the paradox of transformation is that the very thing we're running from holds the key to what we want the insecurity didn't want you to get rid of it the insecurity wanted you to allow it not to convince it not to change it not to get something on the outside so that you wouldn't have to feel it anymore it just wanted to be allowed by you. No one else, just you. Mm. And so all of you, you can go back to in your mind to that specific memory that you recalled when you, when you first felt that undesired feeling, whatever that memory was. What happens when you take the desired feeling with you into that situation? 
And just notice what it's like to feel held by that desired feeling. Even if nothing changed up externally, everything is the same. But now you're held by that desired feeling, that security, the peace. What is your experience of that memory when you bring that resourced part of you in with you? Does everything feel okay in that moment? Do you have more trust from this place? What is a specific action step that you can take to incorporate this insight as you're moving towards your goals? Like when I get caught up thinking that I need to be making $100,000 a year till I can feel secure, when I'm feeling really insecure about money, stressing about money, stressing about my business, how far I have to go. I'll take a moment to just breathe into the insecurity. And just offer it what it's looking for. Maybe dialogue with it. What does it really want? Does it, does the insecurity really want a hundred thousand dollars or does it want to just know that it's going to be okay and that you've got it regardless <laughs> Junie, <laughs> what are you thinking about uh not as as you were talking about it or what would you say to the insecurity right mm -hmm. and then you said imagine a dialogue so I guess I, I'll imagine a dialogue <laughs> and what was it <laughs> I was uh, I said I said hey friend yeah um yeah then it's 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 okay if you know you'll be fine even if you don't end up making $100,000 a month, mm -hmm. right, uh, or a year, sorry. And then I think you said something about being secure with or without that. Yeah. 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 And I was like, yeah, I resonated with that. So. Good. Yeah, the insecurity doesn't need $100,000 in order to feel secure. That's, no. that's, that's the detour that our ego created. And it's also probably not going to work because we'll get the $100,000 and then be terrified of losing it. 
my God, what if all my clients go away? Like we're never going to feel secure if it's yeah. coming from the outside. Maria, I want to come to you. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I'm struggling with this one. Like the, the two, like, yeah, the two different sides are sort of, I don't know why they're feeling that or, um, yeah, this is, this is a stretch for me. Um, yeah. 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 What's coming up for you? Well, yeah, my, I don't, um, I guess it would be, uh, peace would be the feeling. Yeah. So the undesired would be, or the place that I went to, um, was feeling alone and scared. Um, and feeling that no one cares or listens to me. Mm. Yeah, unsupported. Yeah, I guess that, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which I guess it's not really a piece, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm not really sure what that word would be, but the, that's kind of what came up for me again when you said to go back to time, right? Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. so it kind of sounds to me like you you want security because that's going to allow you peace like once you're feeling secure and supported like you know everything's taken care of then you can soften then you can relax that, that's kind of the feeling you're looking for yeah okay yeah and so that memory where you were feeling really unsupported unseen when you tried to talk to it from the desired feeling what mm -hmm. was what was that like is that um, where you got stuck a little bit I mean I you know I'm like you're supported and I hear you okay but I'm not really feeling that I mean it's sort of like again that like um kind of like you know the the uh you don't have to feel that way anymore you you've got more than you need right now right like right. yes you got this, right? Like, but it's yeah. not, like, it's not helping. <laughs> yes. Yes. So good. Oh, I love that all of you have had this experience because that's exactly it. That's it. It's like us going to our clients and saying, oh, you don't need to be insecure. Your body's fine. They're going to be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> they're, they're not going to believe it. That's not going to make them feel better. They might even feel less connected to you if Correct. you do that because they're going to be like well she doesn't get it you know and that's that's what we're doing to ourselves all the time so that's good for you to know for you to notice in yourself both for your own personal growth but then also for how you're meeting the people in your life clients and otherwise so now that you that now that you offered that to the part of you that felt insecure and you're saying it's not working. I want you to talk back from the insecurity. If the insecurity could talk back to the part of you that was like, you're supported, it's fine. <laughs> what would that part of you say? If you could speak completely unedited. I pretty much like what I said, that that just isn't helping. Like you can tell me I'm supported and you can tell me that you hear me, but I don't feel that way. And I don't see the evidence that mm. um, you or someone is listening or supporting me. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get you to like, this is going to feel silly, but like change directions a little bit, like seat, sit a little bit. I don't know if you can like face where you just were, but I want this to be like you really allowing both parts of you to be expressed. So when we tuned into the desired feeling, you on the playground as a kid feeling peaceful, just like everything is taken care of. Can you just take a moment to embody that now and activate that in your body? And how do you meet the part of you that just told you like, I don't have any evidence to support that I'm supported hmm. and you can't get it wrong. You're just having a conversation with it. How would you meet it now? after it told you that? Oh, well, I would tell it to, it'll take some work to trust that you truly are supported. There's evidence of being supported currently. Mm -hmm. And to continue looking for that, or to, to ask for support, to um, to ask for, um, like I said, I'm struggling with this. This is good. This is really good, Maria. Don't worry about how the insecurity <laughs> is receiving it now. I want you to just speak from the heart, whatever's coming up, whatever you would say to it. That's perfect. Um, yeah, you um, to ask for what you need to um, again to look around and see if it is actually true that you're not being supported. Mm. Um, that's all I got, Kelly. Yeah, there's a lot of value and wisdom in all of that. There is, and I want to honor that. Like you. You're utilizing coaching tools here. Like, look, like you can expand your awareness around like, where is the evidence to support that you are supported, right? We help our clients with this. So I understand where this is coming from and that's really helpful. I think that there's something here though. So I want you to go back to <laughs> the insecurity for a moment. Okay. And I know that it's already there. Yeah, just... Allow that part of you to be fully expressive, whatever it is that it, if it, if it's like, if it has a billion counter arguments to that, let them be heard. Hmm. How does the insecurity receive what you just offered it? I... I am actually willing to, to, to expand on my small vision or my, um, if I call it resolute, as in um, uh, just believing that I'm not heard, I'm not seen, I'm not um, feeling secure and that I'm not supported. Um, I'm willing to work with and look at um, the evidence or to, to ask for help, um, to ask for support. 
Um, like I, I feel like there that this is possible. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. So I can feel the opening a little bit. Yeah, do you feel that? Mm -hmm. Okay. I feel like there's still a little bit of a like, but what if energy, like a little bit of the like. I'm still trying to dig. Like I'm, I'm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're safe here, Maria, to allow that to be seen. And we all can see ourselves in this too. Is there anything else that the insecurity is, is maybe a little bit scared to say? It hasn't felt allowed to say. I honestly don't know right now if you want to go to Julia and I will sit with that. Yeah. I think unless you are feeling something I that think I need to stay here with you because I think <laughs> <that's something. laughs> I need to hold everybody up, but I'm not kidding you. Like I'm like, oh my gosh. I hear you. I I think that this might actually be a protection. It it feels like like there is a sense of it's not safe to be seen a little bit in this way. Like there's been a lot of rejecting of the insecurity because it was wrong. I don't know if you were um in any way shamed for feeling certain ways in life like oh maria you shouldn't be feeling that way like almost feeling like a burden in a Always. sense <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and so there's kind of a layer of protection underneath or on top of the vulnerability here and so i just want to stay with it with with full permission for it to be whatever it is there's no pressure at all for it to reveal itself but we're with you and we see you and the insecurity is totally welcome to just just be like i don't get it like <laughs> i'm just feeling so uh, scared and like no one is supporting me like it's if that's in there that's beautiful <laughs> And it doesn't have to, to be there, but it might be. And I think that this might just be the first time that it's felt allowed. And that's why it's like. <laughs> you really are good at the skits. Because <laughs> I have this in me too. That's why. <laughs> oh my gosh. You have to be able to experience it, right? Yes. Otherwise, you can't point it out. Yeah. 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 And I can feel just the the lightness in this too, Maria, and your energy. I can just feel it's it's lifting a little bit. And so I want you to just be in the memory a little bit more, just observing it without the story that. It was wrong for you to feel that way or if you if you let that part of you be seen it might upset someone else it might burden someone else so you have to keep that scene without that story so what my insecurity wants to say 
Yeah. But there, there is the trust piece, right? If I do either speak my truth or my feelings, more my truth, I would say. So it's a trust, trust issue. Yeah. Um, that um, yeah, I mean, my insecurity says, I mean, that it, it, um, uh, there isn't evidence in the past of being um, supported despite asking for the help. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never been supported no matter how much I've tried. How am I supposed to believe that I'm supported? Or how am I supposed to know that I'm going to need support and it's, and it's not going to not be there? Right. What if, what if I need it and it's not there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't trust to lean on um, a support <laughs> um, because, yeah. And again, the evidence says that it has not been there. Right. And... It's almost like getting the rug pulled out from under you, right? If you do start to get some kind of support or think you have some support, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then what was your experience of like leaning in, trying to trust it and then having the rug pulled out from underneath you? How did that make you feel? More guarded, more... That was the response. So the, I okay. love that you said guarded, but I, I want to offer you that guarded happened to protect the vulnerability that came up as a result of it. So here's what I mean. Rug got pulled out from underneath you. Mm -hmm. Something came up, a feeling, and then guarded came up to protect it. Oh, I need to get guarded so that I don't have to feel this way again. So what's this? Hurt hurt yeah can you close your eyes and just be with hurt for a minute because this is the first time that hurt has been seen and just where you're at right now maria i want you to say to the part of you that felt hurt you are allowed to feel hurt in my body Just take a deep breath in. You are allowed to feel hurt in my body. I want you to say that. It might feel weird, but I want you to say it. Okay. Mm -hmm. You are allowed to feel hurt in my body. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that you aim for it. But the thing is, is that when hurt was here, you would immediately make it a problem and then fix it. Oh, hurt, I need to get guarded. Oh, I'm hurt, I need to not trust, right? Yes. And then that's creating a world where you can't be secure. Do you get that? Yes, yes, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, no, that's beautiful. It's 
so good. Oh, I'm so glad that you came today, Maria. This is so big. I think this might be one of my favorite sessions. This is amazing. So open and you're, you're just, yeah. I love that you see that. Yeah. The hurt is allowed to be there. It doesn't need to be fixed by you. It just needed to be loved by you. But there's so much room to be compassionate with the younger you who didn't know that. <laughs> right. right? Younger you that didn't know how to love the hurt, right? You needed it from the world and you didn't get that. You didn't get it from the people that were supposed to be there for you. But now you get to be what it was that the hurt needed now. And that's your job. Yeah. yeah. And so how can you foster a more loving relationship with the insecurity and with the hurt that's underneath it? What's something that you would like to commit yourself to doing to ground in this new way of being with the insecurity? Um, for the love part, it would be to give myself more of what I actually need, which is hard mm. to give myself the time and space to do whatever, like to, to sit outside, um, you know, to give myself space, if that all makes sense. Like, yeah, uh, I have a question for you. Okay. What part of you is it hard to? Is it hard to? Yeah, because you said it's hard for me to give myself what I need. So what part of you is that hard to? The part of me that needs to fix and do all the other things before it tends to myself. Mm. And, and what does that part of you get out of putting everything else first? tired <laughs> oh I know something <laughs> answer you're looking for yes that's the that's the effect of it I hear that yeah I hear no no I know what you mean yeah. <laughs> I love it I love it yeah. um well it does make me feel good to like um you know to take care of uh, of everyone else um but it leaves me feeling empty, um, um, you know, if, if that's, if you're looking for a closer, I'm not sure what the word might be, yeah. or what the thing might be, but. So it feels good to take care of other people. So there's like a, a laundry list of ways that we can feel good. Feel good when I'm relaxed. I feel good when I'm loved. I feel good when I'm connected. So when you're taking care of other people, mm -hmm. What about it is good? When you're taking care of other people before yourself, when you're putting those things mm -hmm. for you and prioritizing those things, what does it give you that feels good? A sense of um, accomplishment, a sense of satisfaction that um, all those other people, things are happy and done and mm -hmm. um, 
well taken care of. Um, mm -hmm. And you don't get that same accomplishment when you take care of yourself? Honestly, I mean, I do when I give myself permission, right? Because okay. I can feel that my, um, um, that my bucket isn't empty, that I am, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I, have a, I have more to, to give, right? Mm -hmm. But giving myself that permission is hard. Mm. Um, I feel guilt. I feel um, like I'm not. Uh, so you're avoiding guilt. I think that that's, that's it. That's the word you're looking for. Yeah. I think that there's something really strong about avoiding guilt for you. Okay. I need to make sure that I do these things first so that I don't feel guilty. Does that's that resonate true. with you? It does. Yeah. Okay. Great. So here's the thing with guilt. Guilt is a pattern of thought and a pattern of somatic sensations in our body. Thoughts like, I shouldn't be doing this. I should have done this differently. Why am I doing this? What if this person thinks that I don't care about them anymore? However it is that you hear those thoughts inside yourself. If you could let the guilt talk, when you're putting yourself first, like how you imagine the guilt to sound, what would it tell you? If you could exaggerate it, like just hamming it up, what does it sound like? Um, you're selfish, you're, um, you're um, lazy, you're, um, um, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, um, I don't deserve to, to um, to put myself first, um, I don't deserve to uh, to feel good um, when others uh, perhaps aren't, or their needs aren't being met. Um, wow, is that only true for you? Is it only true for me? Yeah, like, would you also say, like, other people aren't allowed to feel good unless my needs are met? <laughs> I would not say that, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's just, you're the exception. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I want you to, to do an honest assessment because I'm curious with this because this is going to kind of determine where I take you with this. So I want you to just do an honest assessment. When mm -hmm. I say... You don't deserve to feel good when others' needs aren't met first. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being like, I believe that with my full heart, like I am 100% bought into that as truth. How true is that to you? So that's about um, eight, nine. Okay. Yeah. So where did you learn that you didn't deserve that? Um, what happened when you felt good and others' needs weren't met? I just, I, I was always told, like, you just, you, t you take care of every, like, I was praised for, for doing things, for taking care of things, for not making noise, for not um, mm -hmm. speaking out, for not speaking up, for not making a scene, for not, um, you know, Anyway, praise was given again, yeah, for, um, you know, I was meant to be 
Um, I was meant to do and not be seen or heard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you learned that that's how you receive love. Correct. Is by putting others' needs above your own. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And so can you see the innocence in the younger self that was modeled that? Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I'm, when I am putting others first, when I'm quiet, when I'm living up to others' expectations, dad gives me a pat on the back. I mm-hmm. overhear this conversation in the kitchen about how sweet of a child I am. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. 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 Can you feel just like the innocence in that little child that's like, oh, okay, check mark. Like I need to be this way in order to be loved. Absolutely. Can you see how sweet that is? It's, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Can you also see the misunderstandings that maybe she created from that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it true that she wasn't deserving of love? Now let's, I'm going to honor that, you know, whatever, you, wherever your parents were at, maybe they wouldn't have given you that same love maybe, but that does that mean that you weren't deserving of it had you been different? Oh, absolutely not. Right, right. So I forgive myself for buying into the misunderstanding that I'm not deserving of love if I'm not meeting others' expectations. What's true? The truth is, I, I should still. I mean, the truth is, I um, I can still be loved, whether, um, you know, uh, even if I take time for myself, if I don't yeah. meet all the other needs. Yeah, and maybe the truth is that other people's ability to love you meant nothing about your worthiness of it. Correct. Yeah. You are inherently worthy of it, regardless of if someone else had the capacity to give it to you or not. Can you see that? Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't deserve to feel good unless other people's needs are taken care of. If you just tune into that now, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being, that's true. Where does that land for you now if you do an honest assessment? Like a two. Wow. Wow. Like honest to goodness from my gut. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) yeah. Wow, beautiful. And so I want you to just take a moment, Maria, take an energetic blueprint of what this feels like in your body from this knowing, from this inherent worthiness, from this knowing that you are love, you could never not be deserving of it, you could never have it taken away from you. How do you want to cultivate this experience as a regular daily touch point for you 
to start to ground in this new way of being? Is there some kind of practice or even a mantra that you could use would, to come back here? Meditation is, I think, the best for me. Um, I've not tried really mantras before. Um, I feel like if it just came from me, it's going to be like if I just told myself something, I'm not 100% sure that I still would believe what I told myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um, but I think I could ground in on a meditation to get that same feeling. Yeah. 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 So, what might that meditation look like? Are you thinking like some kind of guided one, something where there's a mantra that you come back to or? Like what kind of, what are you seeing? Um, right now I, I mainly do guided ones. Okay. I have actually recently thought that maybe I should just play and should the wrong word, but just maybe have music playing mm -hmm. because like sometimes the guided ones, I feel like I may not, um, things may not come up when I am listening, you do, do you know what it's obviously know, guiding me like a certain way, right? Yeah. Um, as opposed to if I just sat there and yeah. things would come up. Yeah. So I feel like possibly just having music. And like I said, I mean, unless you have any suggestions, like, mm -hmm. you know, sitting and then having a mantra at the end, like I'm open to anything. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing something for you. So I'm going to offer it as an idea. I'm kind of seeing you like, because it, there's something really important around like this childhood self, because it you were connected to it when you were talking about your peace, what you did want, mm -hmm. but then also it's connected to that undesired feeling of needing to repress your own needs and all of that, that insecurity, the undeservingness. And so I think that cultivating like a, a routine where you get to connect with her mm -hmm. would be really, really powerful. And the way that I'm seeing it kind of set up for you is where like the way that I guided you into seeing her innocence, like seeing little Maria, like, uh, like, oh, when I did this, I got love. Okay, this is how I get love. Like you just see how cute and innocent she was from this place where you're like, oh, she's so precious. <laughs> She's so precious for thinking that's the way she gets love. Like, oh my goodness. So that now you know how to, how to be with her in a new way, but also you're going to see her when she comes up. Oh, you're, you're, you have all these things that you need to do for other people. And you're like, God, if I could just have a minute to myself, but I can't because I'm not worthy of love. You're like, oh, there she is. <laughs> Oh, sweetheart. And you're going to have such like an easier time, like, you know, noticing her when she's activated, when she's in the driver's seat, you got a three-year-old driving your life sometimes. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. But now you're going to see like, oh my God, you silly goose, get out of the driver's seat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that idea of you like just connecting with her daily in okay. meditation. And I don't know if there needs to be a structure to it necessarily, but you can play with it. Mm -hmm. But like, is there something that, you know, feels good as like a, a commitment or a structure, or do you want to just leave it open to like, 
I'm just gonna try turning on some meditation music every day with the intention of just connecting with her. Do you wanna do it in a certain way? Um, that's not, that's like the only way I know. Um, again, if you have any suggestions, um, I'm open to whatever. Um, I think that maybe getting into the practice of it with something a, a little bit structured so that you're not just like closing your eyes and then going down a completely different rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm also thinking. I'm like, it may, yeah. you know, she may show up, but then again, she might not. <laughs> right. right. And so I think that, okay, I'm just, I'm getting a bunch of ideas, but this is what I'm thinking. Okay. Maybe have two places that you can meet her. You can meet her on the in the memory that where you were feeling at peace. So on the playground, maybe. Whatever memory that was for you where you had the desired feeling, you mm -hmm. can choose to meet her there some days. Or you can choose to meet her in that undesired feeling or or in the kitchen when she was getting praised for doing, doing certain dishes. things doing the dishes. Yeah. Just meeting her in one of those two places. And then I almost see you like letting her like teach you, like almost letting her share her wisdom with you because our little ones have a lot of wisdom for us too. So you might see her being like, I don't know, teaching you about like like fun and play and letting go and peace and all of this, like you might have a conversation with her around that. Um, or you might like hear her talk about like, see, like when I do the dishes, like dad really like loves it. And he is, it helps him with his day. Cause he doesn't, you know, you can start to just form a, a relationship with her where you let her be seen a little mm -hmm. bit more because she's never really been seen. She's just been like unconsciously in the driver's seat for a long time. So that's kind of what I'm seeing for you is just having a place where you meet her and just have a conversation with her in meditation okay. every day for, how do we say like the next two weeks? How would that I knew feel? you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. How does that feel for you? It feels good. It feels good. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hello again. It is me from the future in relation to that recording that you just heard and uh, I just loved every single moment of that entire conversation and one of my favorite parts about the entire thing is when it was discovered that when Maria felt unsupported and insecure when she was younger her response to it as a way to protect herself from feeling that hurt that came from being unsupported and not being able to rely on people the way that she needed to was to become really guarded and not to trust other people to support her and to only support herself and kind of become that role of someone that other people rely on, but she can't rely on anyone but herself. And that was the very thing, that guarding of not trusting anyone and not leaning on anyone for support was the very thing that was making her feel insecure in her life right now and in her business right now. And so I thought that was such a well-rounded, perfect example of how 
we create patterns as a way to try to get us something that we ultimately want. But a lot of the time, those very patterns are the things blocking us from having what we want. And so if we really want to feel secure, the solution isn't to be guarded. (laughs) The solution is to embrace insecurity. It's to embrace hurt. And that doesn't mean aiming for it, but it just means making it okay inside of yourself that you could get hurt, that you could not be able to rely on some people sometimes. Because if that's really okay, and you make that okay, and you really embody that It's true that you could be hurt, and even if you are, that's okay. You're free. You're secure. Notice how if your security is based on, I'm only secure as long as nobody hurts me, that's not secure. Because then you're always looking for how you could get hurt. You're always afraid of, what could make you hurt or what could hurt you and that's not real security if you're constantly worried about what's going to come and pull the rug out from underneath you you're not feeling secure at all are you and so when you really embrace and bring this level of unconditional safety in i will be okay even if i get hurt that's true security And that could never be taken away from you. (sighs) Yum. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to this. It is so special to me. It makes my heart just sing and swim and swing from the trees. I don't know. I don't know why my heart is now a monkey, apparently. Um... And it feels so good to be in this work. I love it so, so, so much. So I appreciate you um, joining me in this work. And I so look forward to connecting with you in the next breakthrough.